What's good, everybody? We are back here at the Pipe It Up podcast, episode 14. Kyle Schultz with Daniel Schultz. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Let's get into the pod. Dan, I am excited to be back here on the pod. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty there to trying to, you know, get going on here. Uh, the first of, of many, I'm sure, to come. Yeah, I thought it was going to be worse, honestly, but we, we're getting it up. We're fine. I want to know who the infiltrator was. Somebody came in here and disgruntled all of our podcast gear. I think I think the culprit's Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, if you were listening to this, you probably just gave us a 10-minute delay on this it pod. It could have been, I don't know, it could have rearranging mom. all of our mic slash headphone slash interface equipment. We'll find. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do an investigation. I'm raged. This is not the mood I wanted to have coming to this podcast. Hey, we're good. <laughs> just gonna take, we're take not a good, Brendan. We good. are not good. I'm hot right now. Let's just get into a fan question. Just cool, cool ourselves off. Maybe we we'll get to the follower of the week. Yeah, yeah. Lighten there you the go. mood a little bit. There you go. All right, yeah, yeah. First thing is we always do on this podcast. Yeah, you got to show the followers some love. Um, you know, we've been actually growing. The average. I want. I always want to keep like the fans like interacting or not interacting, but like involved with how many people are actually listening to this, so they can kind of feel like we're in the loop like as we grow. So right now we have built ourselves up to. I think it's an average of like 550 listeners. With some of them, some of the episodes having over like 900 streams, so mad respect. Yep, it's only up from here. Yeah, it's so only up from here. So these are the core c- listeners. Continue to buy stock in the early stages. That's <laughs> how I like to view it. Because in the summer, I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be going. I hope up. so. I hope so. Yeah. So this week's uh, follower of the week is Jacob Rossi. Um, he he said he just loves the podcast and MLW in general. So that is the follower of the week. And as always, if you want to be the follower of the week, then just hit us up uh, at Pipe It Up MLW. Just kind of tell us like. You know, what you like about the pod, you know, what you like about MLW, it really, I, I don't know, I kind of pick it at random, but like, I don't know, make your case in the in the DMs, that's yep. pretty much it. Yeah. So Dan, um, you know, since we talked last week, we actually had a new new video drop, the uh, 2020 preview video, um, you know, fans seemed to like it. I, I went with like a different feel, I went with more of like a movie trailer feel this week, because very, a lot of like jump cuts, like a lot of like very fast action, like. You know, you see a clip for like literally like 0.5 seconds and it's on to the next one. How'd you kind of like that feel? Yeah, it was definitely different. Uh, it was only like three minutes long, but I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like a movie trailer. I mean, we've seen some of the clips before, like in the 2019 review or whatever. So I think it was good. Keep it short and nice, short and sweet. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for the season coming up. My favorite, my favorite part of that video is when I did like the the Swamp Man jump cut. Oh yeah, that was funny. Blur it was out, like blur out my face. Yeah, it was like the beat was dropping, and then his face. That was funny. I know. So I've been pretty much. So what? Before I get to what you've been doing this week, I've been stressed out trying to trying to prepare for this merch launch for May because uh, me and Tommy and you have had like this big merch launch and I an idea of like a big merch launch for like opening day in all of may really to kind of like kick off the new year so we've been kind of trying to like coordinate shirts hats you know we're working with external vendors for the first time ever to try to really because me and you talked about this like up until this point our merch could it has the opportunity to be to be taken to another level and that's kind of like what we're trying to do here so you'll be seeing some things here um actually what i did was on the mlw instagram i did like a little flash uh promo where i was like DM me if you want to see the sneak peek, a sneak peek of the merch, but the story was only up for an hour. So if you were one of those people that, you know, DM me, then you you saw three pictures of three, three uh three products that are gonna come out here. But we have a lot of products coming to the site in May, so that's what I'm I'm just like stressed out from trying to coordinate all that. But hopefully, you know, hopefully everything runs smoothly, and we're wearing all that merch for the opening day video, and hopefully you guys like the merch because I think you will. 
Yeah, so we are we dropping that on uh, the opening day video? Yeah, or yeah, when, when that's you... like when excitement's at an all time high. Okay, that's I f- I just feel like that's that just makes sense. yeah no that makes sense. I'm definitely excited about. It. I think uh, merch in general is a big opportunity for us, and I'm I'm just excited about some of the designs. I'm curious to see how people take them. Dude, the last week of April and like the first like week of May, it's always like a crazy time for me because I know how much like like work slash like fulfillment is in front of me. You know yeah, what I, mean? I was gonna say. Hopefully, it doesn't get pushed back any longer because then your your editing will really be packed in. But like, I just remember it had to have been like two days before opening day last year, and I was just sitting down, like, like oh, like I'm just like, wow, a hurricane is about to hit me right now with like videos every single day, and like working on the next one, working on merch, tournaments, everything sponsored. Like, I don't know. It's just right when opening day hits. Like the I don't know the summer just gets taken to another level. I remember last year in the end of the summer you were kind of falling behind a little bit. Oh my you, god! You could tell you were getting a little pressure, but dude, that it's was okay. I mean, they they understand. Like even if the uh, I don't know how I could pay attention in class in September. <laughs> I did not, dude. One class I literally didn't like understand what was happening for the entire month of September because it was like it was like one of those open lecture halls. So I was pretty much just doing MLW work, literally editing videos in my class. While like some some schmucks up there lecturing about who knows what, I mean. So I was like, I was backed up ten videos in August. I'm not kidding, because you had all. First of all, I had it was like one regular season series I edited the first week of college. Then we did the playoff preview, like MLW tonight. Then I had you know ALCS or ALDS, NLCS, and all the way up to World Series. Then you had one shining moment, awards, top ten, New York vid. Uh, Wiffle in the Mitten vid, and it just kept going on and on and on. And, like, I finally got to the point this week where I'm caught up from everything, every video that I've had planned for this offseason. Yeah. So now I'm 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 very happy to, like, now, like, really just be focusing on MLW 2020. Honestly, I feel like if you would have just told your professor that, like, he wouldn't have been mad. Like, oh, he would have yeah, understood. Like, oh, yeah, they would. Especially the... Uh, no, but this guy was Korean, though. He literally, like, he was one of the worst professors I've ever had just because I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Just, yeah. It, well, I've never had that uh, experience, but if I know it, it's coming for me If college, any of my so. Michigan friends, like, listen to this, I don't know if they do, but you guys, they'll definitely know who I'm talking about. He's, like, infamous in the sport management program. Wait, what are you talking he's, about? He's hilarious, one of my, one of my professors. Oh, okay. But you know what the thing about him is? he's al- He always comes to class iced out, dude. <laughs> really? Like, international kids and professors, they have, their drip is on another level. <laughs> all my college listeners will understand like you know these kids just are flooded with money and cash i don't ice. understand like yeah why college is like i know it's important to like diversify but like if the kids can't even understand the yeah, teacher it's a problem it really defer- defeats the whole purpose of the lecture <laughs> no damn because you can have a fully immersive curriculum i don't know all right let's go to no no that didn't hit you <laughs> all right so we got questions the... of the week yeah, yeah yeah so we already we already got the follower of the week that was jacob rossi um, we talked about talked about me prepping my merch. Um, and let's see, let's see, let's see on the. Uh, I always try to get a, like a rough agenda, but it always gets like steered different ways. Yeah, we kind of just go on tangents. That's all right. Uh, sh- okay, we should uh, we should get into a fan question. Um, okay, so this guy DM me, and I was very interested by it. Joey Garrison. He's and he's not. It's it's not uncommon for the question that he asked. He like is very involved with like the business of MLW. And like kind of like our revenue streams and all that kind of, uh, all that kind of stuff and like what our goals are for the future. It was a long question, but I'll kind of simplify it to like, um, with what the money, with, like what are we doing with the money now that we make from you know YouTube sponsors, merch, and tourney signups, and like what are the overall plans for MLW and like what are we kind of leaning towards like in the future and like what are we going towards like what's the ultimate goal? So I want to hear your input because I, 
I, I'm pretty sure we're on the same page here. But like, what's your what's your kind of take your take on that? Well, I don't know. In my opinion, I see our uh. Well, we've been. I feel like we've been saving a lot of money. That's but, it right there. Uh, I feel like our biggest opportunity, in my opinion, is just with merch and with tournaments in general. I think those are really fun, anyways. But well, YouTube's um, the YouTube's still the number one. Well, I think I don't know. I I was just saying. I think well, that's true. But um, it, it the league's been going on for so long. I feel like it's uh, it's. That's definitely true. Like regional tournaments and yeah, national tournaments, that's our, definitely an ultimate goal. Our biggest, our biggest opportunity, in my opinion, is just to branch out new opportunities. Yeah, I want to be very transparent with our listeners. Like our four pillars of revenue streams are YouTube, merch, tourneys, and sponsorship. And we're kind of going in the direction of like, you know, kind of mirroring, um, you know, things like spike ball structure or like American Cornhole Association structure, where they have these regional tournaments all across the country. And it kind of leads up to this like national tournament at the end of the year. So that's like my ultimate goal, like what I see MLW kind of getting into. Um, in the past, you've had orga- organizations, um, you know, I think Fast Plastic, their Texas-based wiffle ball league, they tried it in the early 2000s, had a had a successful run for a few years, and then, um, you know, it just you know fell through. Um, so we're trying to become like I guess the first like fully national you know tournament circuit, where you know it's open to all ages, all all summer long, and at the end of the year, it's like this one huge event. And the goal would be to have it like broadcasted by like an actual like big network. I guess the biggest question I kind of have for you is like, I have uh, another, I have another big goal like <laughs> to go along with okay, that. Hold you, on. Go ahead. Um, so I was gonna say like once we get up in uh like our ages, like if like once we're getting like upper twenties, like you know we can still play with ball, but like I feel like it's gonna be hard to coordinate everything, and it's gonna be hard while still playing like, and, it, and it might be weird like we can still play with younger kids but like once we're upper 20s like it's gonna be hard to play with like high school kids because like that's just no, a, no, that's no, just a no. big different i just I, dude, I was in a wiffle ball league uh when i was like but it might just 15, be hard to 16. recruit those kids no it's not dude what are you talking about they love the videos they want it they, i have i have seven year olds in my dms want to be in the league they don't care about age dif- differences but I, I mean either way i guess they're like the mlb you got 19 year olds going against 42 year olds that's true but I mean, it's just like, how are we gonna uh, find those kids? I, I guess Instagram would be the only way, because it's not like we're what? being high school anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Dan, the YouTube channel. What do you? What planet are you on? Well, yeah, but not from our local area. I'm just saying we'd have to connect with. I guess, yeah. But I, I mean, mean, even I, I guess that's not a problem. Either way, I guess we'll always We've have the core a, group. Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna say it's di- it's gonna be different. I, I just like talk, when we're yeah, ten years older. I just talked about this on the MLW Analyst podcast, but like. I love how the league where it's becoming with like with especially with the draft now is like you're still gonna have the veteran players in this league that have been here for ten years, but also like these new rookies that are coming in, so it kind of keeps the league fresh. You got these new faces, but also you know still having like an Alec Warda, Drew Davis in the league. It's really cool to see. Like it's like it's almost like a new TV show where you have like this a new season where you have like new cast of characters coming in, but you still have like those like long time guys that everybody knows. I do think the tournaments though. I think that could be our uh, our our base for future years to come i think yeah i love our i love our little model where we have like our league plus the tournament circuit yeah and the goal is you mentioned you alluded it to you alluded to it earlier but me and tommy have had this philosophy i guess for the past three years where it's like we want to save as much as possible for when the right opportunity presents itself for us to get you know like a new facility like that's our uh entire entirely our own like we know we know it'd be a lot that's why we're that's why you know, we are we are a growing business. I will say we've made a lot of money the past year. You know, relative to like what we made previously, like last year. I'll, I just want to go out and say it. Like, the fans made it so yeah, much but possible I mean, for us last I, year. Like, I, I just want to continue saving money for when the opportunity presents itself. So 
that's that would that kind of answers this guy's question where it's like what are the plans for MLW because we know what we want but it's just like you need <laughs> you need a lot of money. Yeah, we, we oh, yeah we've made a big jump, but there's still a long ways to go in my opinion. So much work to be done. Yeah, and and there's a lot of avenues we could go. I mean, we could create our own ballpark, create our own facility. I mean that I mean that's but that'd be a uh, definitely a goal in the future. But there, yeah, I've kind of gone back and forth. Like, do we want to get a new space or do we want to like work with Huron Meadows more, work with the Meadows people more, and kind of improve that? But like, I'm just like, there's pros and cons to both of them. But I mean, either way, it's we have uh, things to fall back on. You know, we can always yeah, go back to the Meadows. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We always have our tournaments. We always have our even uh, like these complexes that are working with us, like the Legacy Center. They love us. Yeah. Like if we ever need to, like all the the options are still o- like still open, but you know as long as you know the YouTube channel still is rocking, the merch is growing. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I just attorneys attorneys signups are flowing in, then we'll be fine. I guess I'm just curious to see where our actual league, our YouTube videos go in the next like ten years. That'd be like just the biggest question I have. Yeah, but it's just because like I don't know, like some of the. Main well, guys in our league, you know, like if they move away or what happens there, yeah. I just... Well, then that's fine because we'll have new players coming into the league. Uh, yeah, that's... Okay, I'm just saying. It's I, just like MLB, Dan. Like, you have people retire. Yeah. Like, it's obvi- it obviously would be really sad. Like, I know, like, Noah kind of alluded to it uh, in a different podcast, but, yeah. like, he's he said that, you know, once he graduates college, he might get a job, like, out of state, you know, for example. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't expect everybody to be back, you know, past next year, but you know, guys that still work in Michigan, it's like so yeah, it's definitely easy for them to come five times a year to the Meadows and play play some games. But like yeah, I, I think that's just the best thing about having free agents. The another thing is we met so many young kids at the Wiffle and the Mitten tournament and all that's the, true. like hun- like a hundred of those kids, they're all local. Yeah, that's true. And I guess most of the kids in our league now are still uh from here, they'll still visit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the colleges are still be here. Like me, you, like me and my all the kids in my class are staying local. I think uh, me, Zach, Drew, Ryan, Clayton hasn't decided where he's going to college yet, but yeah, I'm sure. I think he's staying local. And too. that was that was a huge reason of why we added the Great Lakes Gators two years ago. Yeah, or not, not two, to get the younger age groups. Too. Yeah, exactly. Because Zerlag was 15 when we got him, and that's kind of why we started the AAA. Also, that was 2018. That's why we uh, started the AAAs because we wanted these like new faces, new prospects. To like you know like when we needed new players we'd have these guys to go to, yeah. So that was kind of the mindset behind that. I love that question. So I, and everybody asks me about that is like, what are your overall plans with MLW? I always tell them you know we want uh, we want a sick facility and a sick national tournament structure. I yeah I definitely think the national tournament structure would be awesome. It'd be awesome to travel the country. It'd be awesome it would, to meet. It's, it'd a lot take of a lot of work, but I know. The, but I also grinding. think uh you know it'd be worth it. I think. Uh, oh, as, long so as, as long as we can keep the t- teams coming out, I think that'd definitely be a good source of revenue, a lot of fun. I'm always wondering how long I'm going to keep editing these videos. <laughs> yeah. Because I will say, dude, it's so hard doing administrative work while balancing the edit video editing. Yeah, I can't even imagine that, honestly. But, like, I've, like, a lot of YouTubers have this, like, this problem of, like, when they hire an editor, like, is that editor going to, like, maintain their, their style, you know? Like, yeah, edit it yeah. to the way they want. Yeah. That's, like, what I'd be scared of. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you think about it, you only got one year of college left, so you just got to grind it out for one more year, and then you could probably... Uh, I know, but even beyond that, dude. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's, this would be your full-time job after yeah, school's I know. over, so I know. you'll be sitting nice. I know. I, I've got I've got <laughs> a lot of things. I, I, I still, like, find enjoyment of, like, filming, editing, the whole process. 
So that's not. I'm I'm gonna continue to do that for as long as I can. I'm just saying, like, what if what if some like sick videographer comes along that's like based in Southeast Michigan? That's like, dude, I can make you guys big time. I wonder, honestly, like, I wonder if your level of editing, like, I wonder if you could get a job in like like freelance, like video if you editing. went to like film or something. Like, I, I want, know, yeah. I wonder if you're like if it, dude, I, I guarantee you, like all these all these all these dudes that go to like NYU for film. I want to know how I would stack up against them. Like, I wonder if, like, YouTubers in general, like, if if that flip yeah. from, like, uh, YouTube creation to, like, film and movie creation, if that could be possible. I don't know. That'd I'm be interesting, I'm 100%, 100% self-made. Why am I stuttering a lot today? I don't know. All right, let's go it's to that. It's because I'm riled up from this podcast gear <laughs> being moved, like, all over the place. Yeah. Shoved, right. in, shoved into a table. Let's get to the next Jeez, I'm hot today, man. <laughs> Dan, what are you mad about this week? You mad about, mad let's, about let's let well, our feelings out. I've had a lot of work to do with school. I'm kind of mad that public school systems are making us do work, but I only got two Shut weeks. Up, I only got two weeks left, so. Oh, I know what's I know what's making me mad. Also, Daniel's a TikTok hater. I'm not okay. You guys always say this. I will say like a lot of Daniel's like it's only like 13 year old girls dancing in their bedrooms. Why do you like that app? Like I mean, Dan. Okay, I, there are I, so many niches, and it's literally just like a regular social media platform now. Yeah, it is. It's just like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like this quarantine where I'm just on social media way too much, or maybe it's just like a lot of people I just don't like on there. No, no, no. I think it's just that you you have the persona of a 65 year old dude in the na- in the neighborhood that's like, get off my lawn. No, you have to. I hate you. You kids. have to agree, dude. After a while, like, I I just needed to stop with these social media apps. Like, I have Twitter, wow. Instagram, TikTok. Like, I just can't <sighs> do it. Like, doesn't it get you, uh, just... Dude, I'm on, like, four apps. Oh, well, yeah. But, but, yeah, I guess you're more so on the MLW side. Yeah, I'm, so I'm picking up film, like... You see more of a techniques, business, yeah. And I'm seeing, like, you know, like, all these vloggers on there and, like, filmmakers and artists. Like, everybody's got their niche, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's, like, you go into that you go into that app not knowing what to expect. It's not like YouTube where you have... Like, obviously, you have, like, your followers page, but, like, the For You page is, like, so interesting. Like, that's pretty much, like, what I stay on. And I just I just see, like, new stuff every day that I find is, like, pretty sick. Yeah, I don't know. TikTok, I don't know. I just feel like when I scroll, there's a lot of people that I don't like. And maybe it's just not catering to what my interests are. <laughs> but it's just, maybe it's just not working for me, but... Were you a fan, were you a fan of Vine, or were you, were you too young? That was a little too long. I, I had it, but I don't really remember doing too much with it. I loved Vine. There's only like a couple people I remember back in like eighth grade and freshman year of high school. You know, like 2013 and 14, that app was the best thing ever. And honestly, if on I go my, on if iPod I, Touch, and honestly, if I go on TikTok, I usually only like uh, I like to like watch like people from other things. Like I've seen like the David Dobrik or like the yeah. like just from other sources Dude, of YouTube. You see David Dobrik's last vlog? Uh, yeah. Wait, what happened? Dude, I watched he, that. He gave out so much money. And oh cars. yeah, with the. He just like went around with Natalie in that van, just giving out checks. Was that iPads or what do they give Dude, out? Dude, no, like, yeah, like everything. Yeah, that was crazy. He'd literally that. just like throw him a T-shirt, and in the T-shirt, it'd be like a he's check got for ten so- grand. <laughs> it's 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 awesome to see, like you know how much money he has, but he he he's still true to his values. Dude, I think that's what most people love a about huge, him. He's a huge inspiration of mine. Just the way, dude. He was literally just like kid with a Vine account in high school, and one day, like I listened to so many of his interviews where he he took the leap of faith to like move out to L.A. He literally dropped out of college, I think, after, like, two or three days with his buddy Ilya. I mean, honestly, I don't know how you could hate him. Like, I haven't met a single person that doesn't no, like him. You, yeah. Because, like, like, it's just awesome to see someone that, you know, rises that high but doesn't change, like, who they are. It's, it's literally the American dream. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not even from here. He's from Slovakia. Slovakia. It's always funny when he d- goes to his parents and, like, it just seems like oh, how... his parents are so, like, not American. They just don't know what his... I don't know. They're just... It's funny. Yeah. So different. All right. Uh, any more questions or what we got? Let's go. Oh, yeah. Aliens are real. Oh, dude. Yeah. What the heck just happened? I don't even know it's if cause, most it's of our audience because the government knows, knows we're not going to be here next year because everybody's going to die from coronavirus. So they're like, all right, let's just tell them aliens are real. UFO confirmed. I don't even think people know about... Uh, should we even explain like how... I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. It's trending. So I looked at it and it was yeah, like... How they the... pretty much just confirmed like a video from 2017 where it's like... An, no, I thought it was... It's, it's an actual like UFO and they confirmed like, yep, there was, real. I think there was... I think the U.S. Navy... Uh, declassified two i think one was in like 2005 and one was in like 2015 the scary one is when the the object literally stops in the sky and rotates yeah like uh, the all the other videos it makes it seem like it's just like a rock falling or like a whatever but when it actually stops and rotates that gets me like that i just it's there's no explanation for that do you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 what do you think would happen first or like, what do you think would happen in your lifetime if it were to happen? What? Uh, a meteor hits Earth, but it doesn't like kill all of humanity, but like hits a continent and maybe like wipes out wipes out like an that entire would continent. be that would be bad. That or or an actual like alien drops down on Earth. What do you think would happen first? What do you think is more likely to happen, or what do I would rather? Have? Actually, yeah, I guess I guess I can tailor the question to that. What do you think is more likely to happen? Well, more likely, like definitely I, the asteroid. I mean, what? I was gonna go with the alien thing. No, dude, asteroids have a hit. Dude, there literally was an asteroid that missed. It was like the closest it's ever been to Earth, and it was like a million miles away. Like, do you know? What, do you know how yeah, accurate dude, and precise it has to be to dude, hit us? Asteroids have actually hit. Uh, like meteors have actually hit Earth, though. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I think in Arizona, one hit, but again, there's usually small because they usually get well, I guess burned down. Isn't I that? Isn't are those why like canyons are uh, canyons? Are but there? like, I guess you're saying like the size of a continent. Maybe that's less. Yeah, rare. I'm talking if it like wiped out like a. Like uh, South America. I do think, honestly, like, honestly, there's space is so big. There's got to be aliens out there. But I think just in general, it's probably more likely to get I think a meteor to hit Earth than aliens. Well, I think aliens. Dude, we literally just confirmed a UFO. We just we just confirmed a spaceship, Dan. Wait, okay, I guess here's the question I, we should be asking. What would be more frightening uh, if, on the, if the news came today and uh, you heard that tomorrow aliens would be coming or that... An asteroid would be coming. You didn't know where it was going to hit. Dude, asteroid for sure. What are you talking about? Dude, what, the alien, alien could be like a foot tall. You could just shoot it. Well, what if there's like a billion of them? You know what I mean? I said one alien. Or Okay, I guess. But if aliens come, they could, you know, do They could, you know. The thing is, how intelligent will they be? Yeah, exactly. And what what are they going to, like, are they superior yeah, to us? Are they, yeah, yeah, they could know. do whatever we want. Or the asteroid. So I guess, I guess in that sense, it could be. The asteroid could just be, you know, which place is it going to hit? You just got to go with your luck. But the, the aliens could do anything they wanted almost. Unless they're, I mean, if they're coming to us, they have to be superior, like, technologically. Yeah, what if, like, what if, like, an alien dropped down and, like, you just, like, literally can't kill it? That would kind of yeah, suck. Yeah, like. And like, they just don't have any, like, they just don't let up for anything. They just take over the world. Honestly, There's probably like a hundred movies about that. It it just doesn't make sense to me, like that when uh the Big Bang or whatever, like that Earth's the only planet to exist with life. That just doesn't make sense to me. Like, no, yeah, definitely. With how there's big space is, and like, there's like, I think I saw somewhere when I was watching that uh something alien on Twitter. Like, there's like ten billion or whatever planets out there. Like, how is that possible? Where we're the only ones. We're definitely not. Exactly. 
That's my point. But so how do we find other people that are living? I get. I, I think there definitely is aliens out there. I guess is the question: Are they superior? They have to be not as developed as us because they haven't found us, or maybe they're the same as us. They they're looking, but they haven't found anything yet. They could be right with us. You Dude, never know. I in my lifetime, I just want like I I want like a little bit, like one tiny piece of like evidence, like a t- a minuscule piece. Just so I can have a little bit of closure. I don't like because we know we already know there's people out there, dude. I mean, we don't know, but we do. We're gonna have to gain a lot. Dude, more. space just literally goes on forever. We're so, we're not the only ones here. Even if we find someone, like, there's no way we'd be able to meet them. It'd be so far away. Like, we're sending robots out there that'll be there in like 200 years, but like, we can't even live that long. So it's like, will we even be able to meet them? The only way we'll be able to meet them is if they come to us, probably, unless it's in like a thousand years. I don't know, man. Humans have done some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, maybe go to the moon, which is like we made, not, we made not a that freaking, far. We made, we made an to, iPhone, Dan. <laughs> we made the internet. Yeah, so you're comparing making the iPhone to visiting aliens. Dude, just think about the progress humanity has made in like... That's true, Not honestly. even Not even like 100 years. Like Honestly, years. like literally the past 30 years. Like if I went back to like a caveman and showed him my iPhone 11, he'd probably like think I'm like just in fucking... Oh, <laughs> there's our first bleep of the podcast. Yeah, you gotta bleep that No, out. I'm not. My kids are getting the... They're getting the full experience. No, our audience is literally... Uh, no, we have to bleep uh, that out. No, I'm not bleeping it out. This okay. is a clean podcast, but... All right, let's That's get back the first, on track. First one of many. Get back on track. Okay, but I was pretty much saying, what if I went back to and like showed a caveman my phone? Like, would they just kill me? Like, would they think I'm insane? Well, they probably wouldn't be able to comprehend it. I think they would just think I'm like a threat to them. Cavemen, yeah, they probably their instincts are survival. They'd probably either perceive you as a threat or I don't know what they would do. Honestly, <laughs> I think about it like way more than is normal. Well, they probably wouldn't even be able to understand you. They wouldn't even be speaking the same language. It's evolved so much. I think what they would do is take the phone from my hands and just start beating me. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can't <laughs> communicate with, if they can't, if you can't communicate with them, they would have no choice but to. I mean, I don't know how you would, unless you like get them food or something. Do you watch those primitive survival videos on YouTube? No, I do, and I always think of like like how different their lives are and like how like in the past they're living. These dudes are literally just making houses out of like sticks. Wait, do they just go to like random islands or in the forest no, yeah, and like I, just live off their there's like not the land? there's not a lot of information in those like descriptions or the comments, but I think it's in like somewhere in like South America. It's just in the forest. That'd be scary in the forest. Be so many. I don't know. Just Dude, just because it's such unknown territory for us. They like, just I don't know. They just have like spears and like these are people that just like don't know about like anything else in the well, world. Well, I think we were talking. Our fa- my family or our family was talking about it earlier where it's like there's still people up in like northern Canada where there's still like native tribes and yeah. still I don't know how true that is or where but you know yeah, it's just so yeah much dude, different. There's, there's tribes in like in uh, I don't know not Africa I think it is South America where it's like they just like they're so like disconnected from the world they I'm don't sure know I'm sure there's on. places and around that's, the world that's sick I don't want I don't want us white people to go in there and ruin it like we ruin Native Americans lives well because yeah. I feel like white people always want to ruin everything. Well, you know what I wonder too is like we do we talk about this, but then we go like, what if we compare it to like North Korea, where like they're so that's uh, different, descent, uh, decensored from you know other that's decensored, like, that's not disconnecting. Well, yeah, but they still wouldn't know like what feats or what technological advancements like well that yeah we've that, made that's, I guess that's interesting. Like if you show them an iPhone, I don't think they would, they might not understand it. Dude, or, what is life like over there? Exactly, we don't know. We just don't know. There's like hardly any videos. Dude, is that guy dead? Kim Jong Un? 
We don't know. They don't share any. That's infor- crazy, they bro. They don't share. They don't share. They don't. They don't share any information with our government. That's un. That's insane. Insane to me. Why are they like that? I, I don't. Know, I don't know anything about politics. You do. Tell me why. It's just different styles of government. It's evolved. I mean, we really. What are, what are the pros of being disconnected? I don't want to talk about politics on this. I'm just saying, like, what? What's their like state of mind? Well, I mean, it's just grown over the years. It's just different styles of government. It's evolved. It's. Are they the only? I'm one not like gonna. That? I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not, just I'm just I'm asking you a question because I literally just don't know why they. Are I the honestly way they are. W- don't want to talk about. It. I mean, obviously, what are you running for office, Dan? No, I just don't want to talk about politics. This is a podcast for our listeners, but yeah, our ten year olds that are trying to learn a lot about life here in this pod. Yeah, honestly, but actually, I have a I have a better question. We I was I asked Brendan this earlier. Um, I said if you could go back in time to any, uh, you know, any age. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply before where would you go like if you had like 20 seconds look at you dan bringing up your own question your own little i know dude I, I asked this earlier and self-growth good question. dan all right what was the question uh go to any like if you could like if you wanted to go to like the civil war if you wanted to go to dinosaurs like where would you want to go for 20 seconds 20 seconds yeah hmm can i can i change the event that happened to where it's like no it would you affect- just go there and you watch they, they oh, can't that's see you. that's that's like that changes everything. You just want to see something, or you want to. I was mm. thinking about this earlier. I don't know where I would go. So I guess the thing is, like, would I want to see twenty seconds of not a long long period of time? So it's like two 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 schools of thought here. Do I do I want to see something that just like no other human has seen? So dinosaurs, or do I want to see something that's like truly like the happiest thing ever? Like, like uh, Michigan football winning the national championship. <laughs> okay, I was thinking more like yeah, seeing a dinosaur pterodactyl but okay yeah but that's 20 seconds what are you gonna come back you have no like seeing a dinosaur be pretty freaking cool or you could be in the freaking stadium where the usa usa beat the russians that'd be a sick 20 seconds wait what what are you talking about do you believe in miracles game yeah but like so many people have already experienced that like what wouldn't you want to say you experienced something that no one else did so are so are you saying like like today like i tell you i'm going to this place for and 20 I, and, seconds. Yeah, and then I go, I hop into this, like, time travel thing, and then 20 seconds, I just pop right back, and we're back in the same room. Yeah. And I'd be just like, bro, you have no idea what I just saw, bro. I just saw <laughs> Exactly, T-Rex. exactly. Hmm. I don't even know. You, actually, dude, you know, it, easy. I would just go to, like, to when it was the, the first second, it was, like, possible to live on Earth. That would be weird, but it would also be, you'd probably die, because... I said the, for the first p- point in time where it was suitable for living. First suitable, okay. So I could report back and like it'd be really boring. It'd be really boring. No, though. because I could write a research paper and publish it, <laughs> and I'd make a million dollars in one second. Well, no one would believe you. That'd be the worst part, honestly, is like convincing people. Like how? No, would, dude. I don't know. I feel like. Hmm, that how is, would you ever? You can never. You how could you ever uh, justify that you went back in time? Like if you just had the choice, all of a sudden. I don't know. You couldn't be able to. Can I bring my phone with me? Honestly, I think the only way is to like well, if you go see a dinosaur and then like if I have this time if I have this time machine, who knows about it? Would it just be me and you? 
I don't know. I, we're getting way too deep. No, deep this is what this. The, this is what I envisioned when I started a podcast: deep conversations. No, that I we like talk it. about I at like midnight. It. I, like I love it. this. I like it. I so like I need it. more information. Yeah. No. Okay. So I was envisioning you just snap all of a sudden, twenty seconds. No one else knows you had the time machine, and you just get to pick. Dude, I'm trying to think of how I would just like. Okay, so say I like I go back to whatever a billion years ago. I'm on Earth. It's probably just like nothing, but still. Well, yeah. I mean the evolution of mankind was really slow it wouldn't be any like you wouldn't meet anybody yeah i know so would i just be standing there just like in my nike shorts and my my flip-flops i don't know honestly i'd probably go honestly i'd I'd probably have to go see the dinosaurs i think that'd be the coolest thing seeing a t-rex pterodactyl but you'd also i don't know but like where would you go i don't i don't know where the you just pick a spot i don't know man (laughs) You got you. You really got me thinking. This is the hardest I've thought about. Or or you could go to, you know, big battle. You could go to the Civil War, Revolutionary War. I don't care about that stuff, so I would not. I mean, I'm just trying to think of other like big things in like history, but I can't really think. I mean, I don't know. Or you could go way back to like. What if you saw like some of the empires? Like, you know, let's do Mount Rushmore of Earth. What do you mean? Anything that's ever happened on Earth ever. The four most iconic moments. Moments? Or like... Yeah. Okay. I, I, let's go. You start. Let's, first one, meteor wiping out dinosaurs. That's big time. Wait, what? I don't get it. Are you saying like... The thing that the wiped biggest out dinosaurs. Events. The biggest events. Well, th- we don't even know if that happened. Let's assume it did. That's one. See, right two, there. Two is Preds win the World Series. <laughs> Three is Daniel coming up with a good idea on the pod with that question earlier. Four, I don't have a fourth one. This Mount Rushmore Rushmore is three. When Michigan beats Ohio State in 2021. (laughs) That won't happen. 2022. When it happens, eventually. It probably won't happen. Yeah. All right. Dude, I think this is the furthest we've ever strayed from my agenda. No, But I love it. When we went on that tangent with uh, Jordan LeBron, that was pretty heated. That was fun. (sighs) Yeah. Wow, this is is a deep pod. Oh, I still haven't watched the... uh, third and fourth Jordan one, which I really want to about the bad boys. It's good. It's really good. What it does it go into depth about Yeah, uh, everybody hates the Pistons now and it's like that was the norm back then, so everybody can screw off. Yeah, people need that's to my, watch that's the my cities. Detroit versus everybody, baby. People need to watch the bad boys uh thirty for thirty on ESPN. They already have. They've it's, had, a classic. it's like the highest ratings that thirty for thirties ever had ESPN said. Well, I mean, I feel like more people in Michigan probably watch it than around the country. Like I feel like most people we know Dude, like, nothing, obviously know the bad boys, but Nobody has anything to watch. Everybody's watching. I know. It's not just a regional thing. I'm saying, but I'm saying most people that watch it are probably around here. I guess. Oh, Dino. By the way, we maxed out our re- anchor ad reads. Does that mean so we can't do any more ads? No. Or we, what does we that just mean? have to find different sponsors. Oh, okay. So that was like that's like built into like our podcast like uh, website we go through. So I'm I'm gonna open it up to the fans. If you if you wanna if you have a business or you just have an Instagram account that you want us to promote, like we're we have really cheap rates right now. Like I'll just DM me, DM the Pipe It Up MLW account, and I will get you that information. We could do a thirty-second ad read for you guys. Yeah, how, how would you think that that'd be, Dan? Thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty-second ad read. We can just promote your page. I think that's very, fun. very cheap fee. Yeah, got, I like that. We gotta stay afloat here on the pod, Dan. Yep. Pay. We gotta. And when Ryan and Drew come back, I gotta pay those boys. Dude, it, honestly, this is our podcast now. Like Drew yeah. and Ryan, they're gonna be so rusty when they come back, dude. It's gonna I be know. hilarious. It's like. I don't even know what it's like. It's like a TV show that like moved on to another season that like was completely different than the one before. Totally different hosts. Yeah. All right. 
Drew, Drew, I want to see if Drew and Ryan are listening. A, I know Drew is, but password today is aliens. Drew, Drew, I, Drew would be listening, but Ryan, I feel like Ryan hasn't listened in like ten. And this episodes. would be that'd be mad respect because we're in minute like thirty six here. All right, what's next on the agenda? <sighs> well, my agenda is all screwed up because we just went on a t- tangent there. I like that um, tangent. I can honestly. talk about how I have severe back pain. <laughs> okay, you go go off, go. dude. I for all my if there's any video editors out there who do this every day, all day, or any anybody that just has like an office job, like I don't know how you guys do it, like just sitting down forever, every single day, especially for me when I'm hunched over just on my keyboard, dude, my back hurts and it stemmed all the way back from last year, so now like my upper back like shoulder area just kills. I need to go to a chiropractor. Maybe I, don't I need know. to get my back. T- my back cracked like one of those glow sticks. Maybe you should just treat yourself and use some of that MLW funds for just a nice desk and a nice chair. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're what? saving. I we mean, talked about this earlier, Daniel. I'm saving as much as possible. If it's that bad, then it's just a chair. I'm willing to die for this, Dan. Or you could just, I don't know, it's just, just one chair. It's 100 bucks. Or a how, nice chair. how about I do it the old-fashioned way, just crack my own back, as opposed to going to those chiropractors who just want 100 bucks out of you for a, in, for an inspection. <laughs> they yeah, literally it would be nice though. <laughs> dude, chiropractors are like honestly a scam. I, I can mean, do everything they do. It makes sense though, cause like you see the videos when they're just like cracking their neck. I do that like a hundred times a day. Yeah, and like you'll have to come back again and again. I guess that's how they make their. That's business. how they. That's how they get you. Conspiracy, <laughs> Dan. The one thing I have you seen the ring dinger? No, dude. They literally like hook up your. Uh, you're on your back, and they hook up your, your like your chin with this little like. It's not a. It's like a little rope, I guess, and they kind of tug you like really fast and quick. Your uh, your feet are up, you know, like three feet in the air. You're on your back, and they tug your chin back, and your entire like spine cracks. It's called the ring dinger. I don't. Is it even and healthy? It, it feels so good. Everybody that has it done to them is like that was like a life changing experience. Is it? That's the one thing I want to have happen in my life. Is that like honestly? Is that healthy though? Like, like having your body crack that much? Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I looked know. into this. I actually looked into this. There's like doctors that are like. That's that's not the way you do it. You know, that's going to hurt. That's going to have long-term, you know, negative effects. There's, I mean, a, there's a battle going on between chiropractors <laughs> in this country. That's funny. That's really funny. I mean, I can't, I can't, ass- I don't know. Nothing? I mean, honestly, I mean. Do you have back pain? Uh, Sometimes. Like, yeah, I guess if I sit in a spot for a really long time, but like then it's a normal. That's not, yeah, that's I don't, not. I feel like I don't have that great a posture either, but Dude, I don't know. When I played baseball, I had lower back pain, but that kind of went away. Just all those swings. I had, I don't too know. Too repetitive. Baseball, dude. I I feel like in baseball, I used to have such bad arm pain, like pitching. But over the years, I feel like it gradually faded away, and I really had any problems ever since. Like I've never broken a bone, which is knock on wood, but like it's still kind of crazy to me. Here we got a we got a fan question coming right in here, uh, from the real Tommy Mara. Uh, have you ever had a moment while pitching wiffle balls when you realize when you realize Wow, that's the best I've ever thrown this pitch. Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like you have with your drop. Um, I'm trying to pinpoint a specific pitch. It's hard to do. Actually, you know what? You what know about yours in the All Star game. That you know, you know what? Uh, I'm thinking of, and it's not, it's not a pitch people will remember, but I know you'll remember it. It's uh, in the uh when we played you guys last year, and then. To end the oh game, my God, I hit, I hate I hit so the much. riser in the lower left corner, dude. I'm perfect pitch to strike out Kyle. Yeah, I think it was like full count too, and like bases were loaded. Because I can't really throw you any sliders because you know because you open your stance so much. So yeah, I usually I try to hit the outside corner with that riser, 
And that time, it was literally was, on the ground. And, and you know it, what's stupid is I was looking for a riser there. Everybody looks for risers on you. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. But it's my most accurate pitch. So it's same, like, same with me. And I think everybody I mean, knows that. But I think you have to deal with it. And honestly, I know people look for risers off me, but usually I try to mix in the drop ball from the same Dude, that one, slot. That one made me so pissed because it literally skimmed the PVC pipe. Now, honestly, that's the pitch I think of. Not, it's not even. Uh, I don't even think of some of my knuckle drops. Dude, everybody just sits on my riser now. Like I have to, I'm having to be so creative. I literally have to be like Cueto or Stroman out there with my leg kicks and pauses and like arm angles and dropping down and like, I have to be creative with it because if I if I just go through my normal motion every time, throw my riser, like people have seen this pitch for ten years, they know it's coming. So yeah, it's like, honestly, that's the weirdest part. Is like the riser and whiff wall is like the equivalent to. The fastball in baseball, like now, like that's that's uh, yeah. deemed as like the most accurate pitch and the easiest pitch to hit off. Of. I know, yeah, it's so but true. it's also the most accurate pitch if you can develop it the right way. So, yeah, it's kind of a dilemma. I that's think. why I'm trying to trying to like grow and develop my drop ball because it's almost like the same arm angle. I say most people in the league have either a, some sort of accurate fastball or riser, but I think the a fastball and wiffle ball is trash. Yeah, that's true. I mean, unless you can get that little tail action, and that's ironic. But that's that I, more of a screwball. That's ironic I that I say that because that that pitch helped me win the 2018 World Series when I brought that out. Really? I yeah. don't even remember that. It was literally like in between, probably the ALCS and World Series, and my drop ball. It's kind of like a sinker, actually, where you put your you straddle a hole with like two fingers, and you just throw it over the top, and it dips down. I throw this to you all the time in practice. Yeah, I I think if you can get that uh, tail action at the end, it it comes like a two seam fastball. I think that can. I think that's the best you can get out of a fastball and wiffle ball. But, like, you, I think you're the only one that actually throws a changeup. Now we're talking about baseball pitches. Mm-hmm. Like, does anyone else in the league throw a changeup? I don't think. I can't uh, think of it. Best. Tommy does a really good job of changing speeds. Yeah, okay. I guess true. I guess it's not more more so traditional changeup. Drew and Ryan, that is not even in their vocabulary. They don't know what a changeup is. They're throwing heat no matter what. They are. No, I guess no matter what pitch they throw. I want to see. We got to tell Ryan this year to. Slow it down a no, little bit. That yeah, that's been that's been trend. That's been uh, that's been communicated to him. But I want to see like how he actually does with that. It probably won't be that big a difference. He's still a good pitcher. He still gets a lot of movement. But I okay, know. I got I got I got all the fan questions up here. A lot of them are kind of like asking like, do we watch other wiffle ball leagues or are there any other wiffle ball leagues that you admire from you know anywhere? Um, Dan's off the grid. I don't know. I I feel like I don't go into YouTube that much in general. Honestly, do you? I mean, yeah, I try to try to really watch all the YouTube community as much as I can, whether that's like the older guys, like all the leagues we play against the NWA or like kind of like the younger group, like on YouTube, you know, you got like the OAWL, you got the Rain Tree Wiffle Ball League, shout out to those boys, um, you know, LLWB, all these, all these Instagram accounts that, you know, they've DM me, they said that like we're the inspiration behind them. I, I love hearing that. Um, and then you always got to pay respect to like the ones that are like have a ton of talent. So like, um, Ma, you know, M-A-W with, like, yeah, Jordan yeah. Robles. And That's Ka- true. Kyle Von Sloshagen, like, um, you know, even WSEM, the league I played in. That's actually a secret. Like, I don't even – I don't know if a ton of people knew that. I played in a different wiffle ball league in 2016-17. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should talk about that. I mean, it's just a league – it's, like, it's like a definitely, like, an older crowd. It was, like, a bunch of 20-, 30-year-olds, um, like, pretty much in, like, downtown Detroit almost. Um, and I was, like, <laughs> the youngest player by far in their league, and I won, like, Rookie of the Year – and then the next year, I was, like, very busy with, like, MLW stuff, so I stopped coming. But I, I had a short little stint in there for two years. I won Rookie of the Year my first year, 2016. <laughs> was that fun? Like It was I- a lot of fun. It got me into, like, fast-pitch wiffle ball. 
and that's kind of that kind of helped me with like um you know preparing for like a twinsburg uh tournament or like nwa because you know the mound's 48 feet on scuffed ball and it, it was kind of fun because like you know it's just it's just a, it's a different game and you get you we use like those big black bats and wait it's base running still huge field so when 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 did you uh stop playing that league was that last year or was that two years ago after the 2017 summer i like retired and they like a lot of people were like doing the same because i don't know for whatever reason it would just it was it was they went from like eight teams to six it was just hard to get everybody there on the same like weekends was it it was like an hour away too wasn't it from here yeah it was in like royal oak michigan which is like pretty close to detroit yeah i feel like i don't know for YouTube, like usually, uh, like if I'm trying to think of like other wiffle ball leagues I've seen, like the one, how you said uh, the OWA, I'll watch that sometimes. Mean uh, OAWL. Oh, a yeah, um, because like that's they, the team that we played in New York. Yeah, because you know right? they because they've shown uh, you know a lot of love for us, so I you know, yeah, I, yeah. Tr- I try to appreciate that. Watch some of their vids, but I I feel like I don't know. I I usually don't go on YouTube too much, anyways. But you know how like FT Wiffle inspired us in like Caputo Complex. Did yeah. you ever did you ever go back and watch those videos or not? Not really. really no. Really? No, interesting, but I I I do I I watched a few, I do definitely remember their dude. Field. I'm telling you, go back and like watch their like videos. Like that's literally my inspiration. That's like my influence of like my editing style. Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people know about me. I reached out to Stephen Gethard back in like December. Really? Like what, it was. I think I think it was New Year's Eve, and I was just like, dude, my like I was talking about like how our decade wrapped up. I'm like, dude, like I know I've like never talked to you ever in my life before, but I like I DM'd him on like Facebook. I was like, dude, like you were literally the inspiration for like my career. Did he respond? I mean, yeah, he was. He probably was like overwhelmed, but he was like, he was like, wow, I'm like so happy I could have played a part in your success. Like that's he would have never have known who you are. No, that's, absolutely that's not. Hilarious. No, you know what was crazy though? He knew we were gonna blow up in 2010. Did he? Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, wait, wait, wait. In in 2010, go go watch the video entitled um, "FT Wiffle 2010 Awards Ceremony." I think that's what it's called. At the end of that video, because uh, 2010 was the year they, they retired as a league, so Steven had, like, one final message as an outro, and he's like, so, he's like, he's like, uh, we're done right now, but there's there's a lot of leagues out there that are growing that maybe could one day even be better than us, and he put our username on there, and there's, like, five usernames. Really? Yep. I remember one- And that, that was so, like, I, w- I was so happy from that, like, it's he literally just put, like, a text box on a screen, but the fact that my username was up there, the fact that, like- yeah. I was 10 years old and I caught this guy's eye and that kind of like passed the torch to me to like think like, well, these guys, these guys are done. Like, and they were the top dog and now we have the opportunity to be the top dog. And that's kind of like what inspired me. I don't remember who created the video, but do you remember the video in like, it must've been like 20, 2010 or 2011 where it was like the top 10 wiffle ball fields and like ours was like, was like eight or nine. Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen it. I, I feel like I remember that, and I feel like that was pretty cool, where it's like, oh, wow, we actually, you know, did something. Even though we weren't even, it wasn't like one or two, but it was like we made the list. You know even, what's crazy? I don't that, remember who made that you video. You know what's crazy? It's like we passed FD Wiffle in subscribers in like 2012 or 13. So we've been the most subscribed Wiffle Ball League on YouTube for almost How, how many years. did they have? I mean, I feel like it was only like 3,000. Four thousand. YouTube probably wasn't as big at that time. No, anyways, not, not even close. But like that's what I'm saying. It's like this. It's it's not new to us that we've been like the kind of the top dog. So it's like people kind people kind of ask me like how like what's it like to be like the top league. It's like I don't even know. It's like kind of just been what it, what it's been for the past like seven eight years. Just gradual growth. But yeah, honestly, I feel like when when do you think like YouTube became like super popular? When did YouTube itself make that jump? When. Uh, they really started getting advertisers on that platform. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, 
it's it's when I'd say 2013 or 14 when a lot of advertisers came on to YouTube and really made it profitable for YouTubers. Because up until then, it really wasn't that profitable. What do you mean advertisers? Well, like that's how YouTubers make money. The ads you see before videos. Oh, so that so then a lot more people were trying to make videos. You B- mean? Like bigger uh, companies started getting on there. Yeah. Okay. That makes and sense. I think that's what it was. But like who who? who but you, you honestly, say? dude, pre like 2013. You could. Use, I'm pissed because I, I could use any song I wanted in videos, and they would never get copyright. Yeah. I, well, why do they do that? Like, uh, cause like so, we go back and like so artists can get their respect. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm money. saying, I understand it now, but like, I'm saying, videos made before that, cause like they went back and did that to videos yeah, before. Yeah, they blocked right? YouTube, blocked so many of my sick videos back in 2010 to like 13. So that's kind of like, run this town by Jay Z over like a World Series game in MLW. I'm saying like it's kind of dumb that they did that like. Uh, they went back and eliminated some of those videos before that was a, I mean, it a is rule. What it, it is what it is. Like, but it's if like the artist doesn't want their thing out there. Like, they want if they want to have people actually like buy their song or like. I know that's I un- what they gotta do. Like, you have to block the. I know I understand that is. now, but it's like it wasn't a rule then, so you can't like go back and do yeah. It. That's what sucks about it. Cause like so, I'm sure so many people's videos got taken down and. Yeah, that it has. Who, like, who do you think was the uh the first like biggest YouTuber? Oh, Would you say dude perfect? No, or? no, no, dude. What? Like YouTube came out in 2006. Well, like it was like, literally like Fred or like Smosh or like uh, what's his name? I'm thinking of the Charles like, Trippy. I'm or, thinking more recently. Dude, I'm, like, I'm take an, it to another level. No, no, no. I'm a I'm an OG YouTuber, dude. You have no. Shane Dawson was on there very early. Jenna Marbles was on there early. Um, PewDiePie was an early one, but he wasn't that big back like 2010 ish. Trying to think. Jeez, that is a long Mystery time Guitar ago. Man. Dude, I am going so far back. If there's anybody that remembers anybody that I'm saying right now, I feel like please I remember tell me. Fred, dude. I would have been like yeah, five you know years old. Remember the guy? He's like, hey, it's Fred. Yeah. He's dude, like I would have been five years old. That's crazy. Hmm. Hold on. You're really opening up a part of my mind that I did not think was going to be opened up today. But I'm trying to think of like OG, OG YouTubers. Well, I thought, also, Timothy De La Ghetto. He was on YouTube in 06. I thought, dude, per- when did Dude Perfect? When were they established? Their first video came out in 2010, dude. Okay, that's or, not ele- that- or like eleven when they graduated college. Okay, that's not that far from two thousand six. Yeah, and they they, oh, they passed a hundred thousand subs in two thousand eleven. Yeah, so they they grew really fast. They really they grew fast. very exponentially. I believe they got their uh their uh office their first office in like twenty thirteen or fourteen, and then they got their DPHQ two in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's sick. The headquarters. Dude, they're there. they're the staple. I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. How sick would that be if we I had know. our own field in an office? It would be awesome. And we could do whatever we wanted with it. Yeah, I know. That'd be like... It's so could... expensive, though. That's why we're saving money, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Saving money. That's what we got to do. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. And then we can come back to this pod, and I can use this soundbite as like the intro to when we have our tour of the new office. And I'm just like, maybe one day we'll have it. And then it's like... And then it's just like jump cut. Boom. Wide shot of Hon- our field. Honestly, it doesn't even need to be that big. We'd spend most of our money on the actual field itself, honestly. I know. I it doesn't up, have to be that nice either. Guess how much it would probably cost to get uh, a wiffle ball field of turf? I looked it up. How much? It's like 60000 Honestly, we could that's just... Not, that's not, not even that much, actually. Honestly, we could just buy like an open field, like an open lot of land and then just... Yeah. We don't know, even need to... You don't think I've looked? We don't even need to do our protective like cover or anything. It could just be a field and then just put turf and we can maintain, maintain the field ourselves. I think... I think having turf would be sick, but like maybe like have grass outfield, 
But like honestly, I don't know if that's really worth like that investment if we can still do it at a park. Like honestly, is that worth it? I don't know. I don't know, man. I just want I just want bleachers and like a scoreboard. It and would the, be and cool. Then, and then I'm happy. I'm happy. And the press box. That'd be awesome. That would be so sick. <laughs> All right. I, is, say, I say it's 51 minutes. Let's do one more fan question. Yeah. Any more fan questions? Um. Here I did a I did a story. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. I think we should probably uh, say that this might be our last time on the pod together, right? I don't it's know. It's possible. Drew wants to come back, but Ryan doesn't. Actually, wait, cause because I know Ryan's the- more skeptic of the coronavirus. I meant Drew is more skeptic of the coronavirus. Really? That I, surprises me. Like Drew, like doesn't care. Like he's out there working. He's like out there going everywhere. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, but I'm just saying because. Uh, oh, we got some Survivor fans in here. Let's go. Really? That's our final question. Who do you think is gonna win Survivor? I wonder if people watch this show. But yes. it's at the end of the pod, so it doesn't matter. We'll yeah, yeah. talk about quick, it. Quick spoiler alert. Uh, it get, I guess if you be- didn't watch it, what is this? Yeah, if you didn't watch it last night, this is a Thursday. They always play it on Wednesdays. My pick went home to win it all. My pick was Kim. She went home, and I'm pissed. Yeah, it's fine. We could talk about it. But I guess most people probably know what it is. But honestly, if you haven't watched Survivor, you probably should. It's really good. But It's the greatest show ever. I picked Yule to win it all, but That's he got voted out. Now I think who's gonna win now? Dude, hopefully Tony. Dude, Tony's Tony. Beast. If you guys don't know, Tony's like the sick dude. He's like Jack. He's from New York. Such a New Yorker. He's literally like spying on people from trees. He's like in bushes. He's doing the dirty work. We're, That's we're, like every Tony is like who what all the dads at our New York tourney looked like and talked like. To, yeah, like uh, New Yorkers are just a different breed, man. Do you know where? Like, can you go back and watch old Survivor seasons? Like, yeah, for people CBS, that have never watched, I think it? you have to pay for it though. Oh. Are they on YouTube? Do you know? I wonder if they're no, on YouTube. just like snippets. Like you can, you could probably see like the best parts of each season, though. Honestly, you could just start next, uh, next season. Honestly, just pick up whenever. All right, any other? Yeah, I'll, I want to get one more in here. There's so many good questions. Oh, Sam Reichart, he put a question in. Who would win in a fight, Tommy Coughlin or Sam Reichart? <laughs> I don't know. Tommy's scrappy. Have, did we ever get they're into totally fights? Different. What? Did we ever get into like fist fights with Tommy? Like when we were like kids. I didn't. He, because he would have beat me up. I think we just beat you up. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was always like three years smaller. How would I ever pick a fight Dude, the, with you guys? The best I mean, I, I would, would, but you guys beat me up. The best is when I would literally just like punch you in the face for no reason, and then you'd start crying, and then I'd have to like hush you down before mom heard. No, I, yeah, I would never. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I get mad, but then uh, I feel like all the younger siblings can relate to that. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that's not not a lot of good memories. With Has that. it been tough being the youngest sibling, Daniel? Uh. I think there's definitely... What's the biggest pro and the biggest con? Go. The biggest pro? This is our. I get a lot of the ha- final note before we're ending the pod. I get a lot of hand-me-downs from both you and Brennan, which is... That's the know. biggest pro? I, I'm saying it's a pro. I'm trying to think of other pros. Con... I don't even give you hand-me-downs. D- I'm def- pretty sure Tommy gave me Well, gave dude, you Tommy too. Yeah, that's fine, honestly. I didn't give you anything. Tommy He's gave older me than me. Dude. That's fine. He's still... He, if he was in our family, he'd still be an older brother. He'd be your age, so it's kind of a pro. But uh, a con definitely always growing up. Like if it's a video game and there's two people playing, I'd never be playing. <laughs> oh, you're you're definitely player three. Or it's like, yeah, if you guys are doing something, or you, I feel like you guys <laughs> always got the attention. And I was always just I on just, the bottom. We just viewed you as a number. Like if we needed a wiffle ball game going, we're like, Dan, just come on, let's go. Because like I feel like team. most games are in like pairs, like two pairs of two or. Yeah. Even if Tommy came over, like he had authority over me. So. Yeah, yeah, dude. You're so on the I would never have authority. The, you're on the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but it's okay. It's all right. That's a good note to end the podcast on. It's kind of funny. Shout know. out to all the younger siblings out yeah, there. Right, right, right. 
So thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Pipe It Up podcast. We have T-shirts coming soon of the Pipe It Up. Uh, you know, it's gonna say like what? Pipe It Up. Just guys being. Oh dudes. yeah, we gotta design that. We haven't. Oh, it's being designed, Dan. Nice. Is Tommy? Doing I talked that? about this. The May merch launch is gonna be the se- best we've I ever know, had. I haven't seen that one design though. Yeah, I've seen all the. It's other in designs. the process. It's in the process. Nice. Um. So thank you guys for listening. As always, you know, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We're here every Thursday. Um. Maybe next week we'll have Drew or Ryan or both. We'll see. Um, But thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week.